It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One, third, and two, we've got to at least be north of 80. Third and three, it comes back a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, we want to win every short yard of situation. And, you know, we work hard to get into those situations. And we've got to be, we've got to at least be over 80. I forget exactly where we're at right now, but we, should, we need to be better. No, I just think in general, anytime you're in those situations, you always look at you look up matchups. You know, um, there's always going to be extra people down towards the ball, and you got to win your one-on-one matchups, whether you're on defense or offense. Um, and you know, you look at angles, you look at all those types of things to try to give your your guys an advantage. <clears throat> and you know, sometimes you just got to you know get bigger than the other guy, get stronger than the other, the other guy, move them. You know, if, if the guys up front are moving their guys forward and the running backs are running hard, you know, that, that's part of it. Other times you got to look at maybe getting the ball in the perimeter or throwing it down the field when they're just, you know, you're banging your head against the wall. So there's a lot of different ways to look at it. But, um, but yeah, you know, in big games, you know, a lot of it comes down to short yardage. Uh, Tony, you're a big Buckeye uh, Along those lines, <laughs> what, um, I think you guys are like just under 50% on running on third and fourth down. Can you throw your way out of that and then open things up on the ground? Is that something you can also? Is that something you've done? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we have in the past, and, and we'll try to do whatever we can to get the first down. You know, I mean, we're gonna try to do what we can schematically to get it done. But yeah, that, that's always a possibility. And then, how frustrating has that been so far this season? Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, certainly, look back on the film and see the way we move the ball up and down the field, but not finish those drives it was extremely frustrating. Ryan Kyle obviously has this big moment helping you uh, not only that drive at the end, but the, the entire Notre Dame game. Coming out of that, how have you seen him react to that? And where do you want to see him grow after his first kind of big college moment? Yeah, there was there was a lot of good things in the game, certainly finishing the way it happened. But, you know, now it's on to Maryland. Bigger challenges ahead. we got a lot of football ahead. Um, and, you know, he's got to grow. He's got to get better in, in a lot of different areas, just like everybody else. But um, good to get that experience. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we all need to be more efficient. We need to finish drives off better. And, you know, there's a lot of plays that he wish he had back the other night. Um, but now we're moving forward. You know, we're after, we're, we're after the bye week. We've addressed all those things. And now all the focus is, is on Maryland. Does this trajectory feel similar to Justin and CJ? I feel like sometimes we think about the end product. Maybe we don't look back at it. Kind of how, I'm sure you do. How, how is he? It's only a couple games. You know, I don't think we can, you know, leap to judgments. Um, you know, if... We don't have that drive at the end of the game, you know. Where does that put him? But we we did, so now where does that put him? You know, 
you know, you, you can't ride the roller coaster of that, good or bad. Um, it, it is what it is. There's things that we got to get better at. There's things we're getting better uh, each week um, at. But um, you know, you, you can't. It's it's more of the process. You know, and I think with a quarterback, you have to do that because you, you can get caught up in everything else. There's a lot of things that come with each play. You know, there's 21 other guys on the field that are. You know, affecting where the decisions are in terms of where the ball is being thrown, all kinds of different variables. And uh, the other thing is, we only had you know eight possessions in that game, so there wasn't as many opportunities as maybe you would like to to do that. So we got to be better as a, as a whole on offense of finishing drives off, so that um, we can have more possessions and be more efficient. David stuff. There's winning the job, which he's done now. There's that, and then there's almost that next step maybe leaving your imprint on the program or whatnot, whether it was you going through it yourself, CJ, Justin, Dwayne, when do you see that next step start to happen for quarterbacks where it's not just, okay, I won the job, now what's next? What's the next step? Well, yeah, I, I think any successful person would tell you that it's not an accomplishment to get a job. That's just an opportunity. What you do with it is what matters. And that's, I think, with anybody across the board. And so, you know, it's an opportunity. And, you know, he's had a couple games as a starter. And that's good, but this is just an opportunity. And so the rest is, is yet to be written. And uh, I know he's working really hard to, to play his best football in, in, in our week five. There's stuff CJ used to say that still people say here, even though he's gone, it's, it's clear his imprint was left. Are you starting to see that from Kyle a little bit, even though it's early on in the process, him leaving his imprint on this is not his program? Yeah, I think now that you're into you know court of the season out of the way, um, you're starting to see a little bit of a different personality take place, and each team has its own personality. Um, but, like, you know, this, this team does have more experience than maybe in the teams in the past, so that's good. But the leadership's really got to show now. You know, we, we again, we got to continue to take these steps forward and, like you said, build our own personality of who we are and our identity, which, I you know, I feel like we've really started to forge here. But, you know, we got a lot of football ahead of us. No, I mean, um, you know, we look at all those types of things, and um, there's certainly no complacency here. I mean, we know that, you know, we, we got to continue to get better. Um, we did, you know, give the guys a little bit of time to clear their minds and their bodies and their souls because, you know, it's going to be be a heck of a run here um, for the next couple months. But um, but I think it's more about this week. Um, you know, we did tweak a little bit how we're how we're practicing this week um, than maybe how we did the middle of last season, um, coming off the bye week. You know, we did it before the Georgia game. We did it before week one, kind of how we practiced this week um, with the Monday practice and helmets. And then we're going with a normal Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice, which in the past we'd changed up for a few years. We thought that that gave us a little bit of an edge. Um, so we need to have a great Tuesday practice today. Are you expecting Marvin to be full go this week? Yeah. Oscar Ward, rival, uh, the podcast. Ryan, only Kyle can say, I guess, if he feels more confidence or right. energy coming out of that. Or, but for you as the head coach and, and calling plays, what does seeing your quarterback do that really for the first time at that high level or even some of the plays that you call on that drive, when you were thinking about that during the off week, does it change the way you progress with them or the way that you think about them? 
Yeah, it's like I was told as a young quarterback, you know, once you come home with an A in algebra, you're expected to get an A in algebra all the time. Well, now you're seeing what, what Kyle can do. And so that's now the expectations are getting mounted up, and that's good. That means, you know, you've shown you can do it. Okay, now let's continue to do that, and let's improve in these other areas. But it does give confidence, I think, not only to um, to myself and the coaching staff, but also the guys around them. You kind of mentioned this after the game, like, well, the third and fourth down success is significant, and that counts for something. Is there is there something with the concepts and the schemes that fit him better that you're calling it those? Can you adjust that and put it in earlier downs? Like, I know I'm not trying to get the whole game plan for Saturday, but it just it seems like there's a process that goes on for you to see how it fits. Yeah, and I think that's that's the journey we talk about every year of finding the right balance of things that fit the quarterback um, and then the offensive line, and then it goes from there. Um, and you know, Kyle's different than CJ. CJ's different than, than Justin. Different than Dwayne and JT. So um, we'll try to identify those things. In each game, you learn more. Okay, for some reason, he saw this really well. Now maybe that was the preparation. Maybe it was the teaching. Maybe it was the scheme. Um, maybe he saw that look in practice, and we were able to replicate it. You know, in the game. Uh, maybe this was a different look. Maybe he's more comfortable with these concepts. Um, you check the footwork. There's so many different things that come into it. And yeah, we want to make sure we're doing the best we can to put our guys in the in the situation to be successful and, and that starts with the quarterback. Over to Don Berry, WBNS. Coach, how big of a challenge will this be for your defense with Tonga Viola and uh, just how do you defend these guys? Yeah, um Natalia has played a lot of football. He makes a lot of plays. Um, you know they, they have they have weapons on offense. Um, you know you saw that last year and what they did. So you know we gotta do a good job of of recognizing how they're trying to attack us. Have a great week of practice. Um, you know, ultimately, it comes down to you know, winning the game up front. But you know, our secondary is going to get challenged this week. Can you get pressure on him? Yeah, we, we need to get pressure on him. Anytime you're trying to disrupt the passing game, that's a big part of the equation. Play all over the SYX. I don't know if you watch some uh, football this weekend. I'm just wondering, uh, is the Big Ten the best uh, football league in the country? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's great football in the Big Ten. I think some really good teams. Um, you know, I watched some of it this weekend, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think the, the product on the field right now is as good as it's ever been. Three of the top six right. teams, you know. Yep. Uh, right behind him, Adam King, WBNS. You said week one, you've got to learn to be okay with winning on defense. You got to give up 14 against Notre Dame, the defense is one of the best in the country right now. Have you noticed... Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A different feel from them walking around the Woody. I mean, is there a different level of confidence than, than since you've been here? 
Yeah, I think so. I think it started in the off season, though. Um, you know, it's hard to to talk about that when you know nobody else sees it, but when you see it every day in practice, um, there's just a confidence that builds over time. When good's going against good, you know, you, you know that if you can you know score on our defense or if our defense can stop our offense, you know, on both sides, you're, you're going against really good, really good people, um, and that builds confidence within the building. But now you're starting to see it on the field. Far left, Joe Nugent, Um, sound, um, strong up front, athletic in the back end. Um, you know, they've replaced some really good DBs last year with more good DBs. Um, I think the safeties are playing well. Corners are excellent. Linebackers are, uh, are more experienced this year, playing faster. Um, he's recruited some guys up front. So, um, and, and, you know, they're, they're very sound. They don't give up a lot of big plays and create turnovers. Yeah, and he does a great job and has done a great job. So it's it's a big challenge uh, to our defense to do that. Uh, challenge to our D line. We're always trying to get a pass rush. We're always trying to avoid big plays. That's that's not new, but it, but it, to your point, it is a challenge because that's something they do very well. Uh, Joey Kaufman, Columbus Tip Battle. Ryan, you, you mentioned at times this year teams bracketing Marvin in coverage. How how much more frequently is that happening this year versus last year? Trying to get some kind of better perspective on. Yeah, I, th- I think that there's there's times where that's happening, and um, but, but you can't do that all the time either, you know. But they definitely know where he is, and typically, you know, they'll they'll you know put a you know a couple guys to his side or, or whatever that is, and um, you know it's based on the type of scheme that we're playing. But everybody knows where he is on the field for sure. Do you expect teams to continue to do that throughout the season, considering the way Mecca's played this year? It would seem teams might. Be more honest, but that seems to be the way it keeps going. Yeah, I mean, we'll when um, you know when we get that style of, of defense. You know, we have to make sure that you know we're you know creating you know as many explosive plays in the other areas and attacking the defense where the coverage isn't. You know, and I think to your point, you're talking about bracket coverage in particular. You know, you got to find the one on ones, and you know, we got to win the one on ones in those situations. But then there's also things on first, second down that you might see and. Um, you know, whether it's running the ball or finding a matchup at another position, you know, the more the more we do that, the more pressure it takes off of Marvin. Ben for Holbrook, Letterman Rowe. Ryan, you talked at different points the last couple of months about not putting too much on Kyle as a first-year starter. Do you feel like you guys are, are past that point now that you've seen him in a big-time environment and winning a game like that? Do you think you're past the point of we can't put too much on Kyle? Has he reached that level? I think we took a step in the right direction, but um, I think we're still building. Um, and we're still growing, and we're still a work in progress. In that same vein, do you think that I know that you had a 61 yard run from Trayvon to score a touchdown, but do you think you need a little bit more right now in the running game? Other than that one run, you work great for carry. Yeah, I mean, um, we always want more in a run game, always. Um, but like I say, all the runs count, you know. So you can say, well, we can take out a couple runs, but. Uh, but that run count, so that was a big one. Uh, but we certainly want to be more efficient in the run game. Right next door, Cameron Steve Robinson, the athletic. Ryan, a, a month into this year, I mean, this, this season, have you seen is the growth of the offensive line at the pace you expected it would be at? Um, always want them to be better. Uh, 
I mean, there has been progress made. We've seen that for sure. Um, but, but again, you know, we're challenging everybody on our team, coaches, players, everybody's got to get better. And, you know, if we, you know, going to win, you know, this weekend, start with this weekend against Maryland, you know, we all have to play better. We have to coach better um, across the board. You know, I think I've said this to you guys before, like you have to upgrade every week. And, you know, this needs to be, you know, Ohio State 5.0. It can't be the same team that was there last week or two weeks ago. I mean, that game is long gone. We've got to get better this week. So uh, the offensive line is no different. Andrew Gillis, Cleveland.com. Brian, you've got quarterbacks kind of all over the roster from all over the country. Um, is there a difference that you've seen from when quarterbacks enter the program and maybe even today, stylistically, philosophically, how they approach the game when they enter as freshmen? Yeah, very different. Everybody's personality is extremely different. Even like the guys in our room right now, the four guys we have, they're all completely different people, um, all from different parts of the, the country. Um, all have a different personality, you know, but we pretty much coach them all the same. Um, uh, right in front of them, Dylan Davis, Delaware Gazette. Well, you had a chance to evaluate where your team's at there in the bye week, I guess. Just curious what your thoughts are about where they are and did you, hope, did you further along? Are you comfortable with where they are right now? We're 4-0, you know, um, but there's all, all kinds of areas that we want to improve on. You know, you can imagine that. You know, we just, we, we got to get better and that's, that's, that has to do with practice and getting on the field and doing it. So we want to be more efficient and execute better on you know all three phases, um, and we got to continue to upgrade. So you know I, the goal is to be four and zero. We're four and zero, so that's good. But there's still a lot of areas of improvement. I'm curious about the bye week, the timing of it. I know there's a lot of different reasons why a bye week may fall in a good spot or a bad spot. Just your feelings on where this bye week fell with the uh, coming up the Notre Dame. Would you have liked to carry that momentum in, or is it good to be able to come up and bring it that Both. Way? Both, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see after Saturday, after the game, and get a feel for what that was and how we did. Um, there's parts of me that like a little bit of a, a mental break in a physical break. Um, but there's part of me that wants to just keep playing and continue to build the momentum. But, you know, we'll get an idea on Saturday how we've come out of this. Andy Backstrom, Ryan with averaging fewer possessions in the clock and all that stuff. Does that affect the redshirt management process? I know you're only four games in, but... Is that a new wrinkle this year you have to think about with managing this roster? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, the number of plays are down, so um, you know that that is something that we consider. But it, the rule hasn't changed, so it's still the four games. And you know, I get that printout every week, and we identify the guys that you know will be playing in that fifth game. Um, but we still have guys who have played two, three. We do have a few that have have read at four, so you got to kind of make that decision. But um, you know, we take all that into consideration. This is the first opportunity we've had to ask you about post-game comments, reaction to it. Two things: one, what are you, what have you received, what have you heard? I, I think players loved it, recruits probably. And two, was the Lou Holtz thing sort of just a, a flashpoint for frustration that build up? Or I'll just let you speak to those. Yeah, I, I didn't really want to get into much of that today, just because all the focus is on Maryland. Um, but. You know, a couple things. One, I'm very proud of the fact that we're we're two and zero against Notre Dame in the last two years. Uh, I'm proud of the way our team played. Um, I'm proud of the grit that they showed. It was an emotional game, um, and I can tell you that the response that I've got from Buckeye Nation, people around Columbus, our team, um, has been remarkable. Um, you know, they they just love the passion our team played with on Saturday night. Uh, Jeremy Birmingham. Brian, for the, the big time apologize for anything in the last year? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. 
on the recruiting front, the world is obviously different with NIL transfer portal and all that stuff. Have you guys seen as a coaching staff maybe a shift in the power dynamics in recruiting kids and their high school coaches maybe having different leverage or how they how they operate? And if so, how do you guys as a staff approach that like when you have a week like last week when you're on the road? Yeah, um, I think that NIL certainly has had an impact. I think if anybody says it hasn't, then that's not accurate. Um, yeah, it definitely has had an impact, and um, you know there have been maybe some swings in that in that area for sure. Um, but that's not going to change what we're doing here. You know, we we feel great about the opportunity our, our players have, but also you know what it means to be a Buckeye, and you know we're going to continue to talk about that, and we want to always find the right fit here. You spent the last month and a half not really having like the home recruiting weekends that we're used to, sort of ramping up now, but this weekend at Penn State. Have you guys adjusted your approach to those at all, or is it pretty much standard? Um, when when we went to the the spring um, visits, you know, as you know, the, the official visits now really take place in the spring, where in the past maybe somebody had sprinkled in throughout the season. So you don't see as many official visits during the fall. There's a couple mixed in. We've had a couple, but... Um, but in terms of unofficial visitors, I think you're going to start to see that ramp up, you know, as we get into uh, the meat of the season. Uh, Nathan Barrett, Cleveland.com. So, sorry, I think the longest touchdown you guys have allowed so far is two yards, something like that. Uh, obviously, that was a, a sticking point last year for you, uh, giving up the explosive touchdowns. So how much- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, we, we, we talk constantly about the pluses and the minuses. And, you know, when you look back on a season, you know, the easy thing to do is overreact. Um, you know, we got to make sure that we're doing what's right for this group. It's a different group that we had last year. Um, you know, figuring out as the season goes on, you know, how do we want this to look at the beginning of the season, the middle of the season, the end of the season? Because that's very, very different. Um, but, but I think, you know, um, there's bigger challenges ahead. Um, first four games in the books, you've seen some improvement there. But we know in all areas, including on defense, we've got to continue to grow and get better. And, and the, again, the encouraging thing is you watch the film, there's, there's plenty of areas Jim will tell you that we can get better at. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jim loves the blitz, and, and he will. Uh, he's always going to be aggressive. We're not going to be bend, but don't break. But at the same time, when the front four can get a, a you know, can, can affect the line of scrimmage and 
get a pass rush, then certainly it takes takes pressure off of the blitzing. Um, but I mean, I know he's got a whole bunch of blitzes lined up down the road for, for when the right time comes in. Um, you know, he's he's a, he's a he's got a great defensive mind, and um, you know, finding that balance is is critical. But uh, I think that we are using our hands a little better. Our pad level's gotten better. Still can improve in all areas. Um, we can still get our hands on more and more throws, run to the ball, create turnovers. There's a whole laundry list of things. But uh, to this point, you know, we've we have improved in certain areas. Yeah, back on the run game, uh, the, the touchdown you had, uh, what was special about that play? Just Was that something different that, that maybe you hadn't shown, or was that a, a look like the right side of your line hit their blocks coming around, and, and Marvin sells yeah. out on his aspect of it, and as the phrase goes, just give him a crease and he can get it. Just what, what happened on that play? Yeah, the, the play bounced. Um, you know, The defensive end came down really hard on Matt Jones. When Matt, jo- Matt Jones stood his ground there, and, you know, when the end man line of scrimmage sets the edge that hard, uh, he runs a risk of the ball bouncing. The ball did bounce. And once Trey found himself outside of, um, you know, the box, at that point, it was really the safety in the corner. Uh, we've been really working hard. And, you know, Brian's been working hard with the, with the wide outs about blocking because that's a gain of 10 or a touchdown. Marvin made the block, put himself in there. He actually got rolled up on that play. But he put his body in, in front of it, and, and that was the block that, that sprung him. Uh, for Travion, I thought he did a really good job in open space. You know, we work hard on open field running, and you know, that safety really never got, his, got a chance to touch him. And then, and then once he broke free, you know, you can see what a home run hitter you know, he is and was in that play. So um, you know, that, was, that was a huge play for us. It was just a one-play drive. I know you don't like this, but let's take that one out. You had 64 yards on the other 24 carries, the other 24 attempts. Uh, what can you do to even that out? What did you work on to make it a little bit more consistent and get four or five yards a carry? Yeah, um, yeah. Those are all the areas that we're watching to see. You know, what is it? Is it the scheme? Is it you know the running backs? Is it the you know the offensive line? How are we fitting it? Um, and just like any time, you know, you're not hitting the run game. You know, it's like ooh, one play here, one play there, one block here, one block there. Now, as we all know, you got to give the run game a little time to take effect, and and then when it does, you start to wear teams down. You can start to those runs of three and four turn into five, six, seven, and then it can turn into explosive plays. You know, we we've got to start faster, and we got to be more efficient in making those runs early on, four, fives, and sixes. That's the challenge because uh, we're not getting you know seventy five, eighty plays like we used to, and that 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 matters. So. Uh, we got to be better, especially in the first quarter. Back to pass rush. It's one of those double-edged sword things. Everybody says, hey, you got to play your best guys. And you play your best guys, and you go to the end of the game, you look at Jack and JT played every snap. And it's a long season, and you worry about those kind of things too. How critical is it for you to not only establish your rush, but to get depth with your rush and get those guys cycled in a bit more and take the workload down a bit? Yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, those guys are, are becoming, you know, warriors. You know, that, that we talked about this going into the season, that they're going to have to take the, they're going to carry the water up front. And that means taking on the, you know, the majority of the body of work up there. Now, the more we can get guys in there, the better off that we're going to be in the long run. But, you know, I was proud of how many reps they played. And, um, you know, it, it showed up, though. 
Because even in that last play, even though JT's in the whole game, you say, well, he's been playing a lot of football. He, he made two giant plays in that game. And that was big. That was big for not only just, you know, our team, but just for him and the confidence that I can, I can handle this many snaps in a game. Um, but to your point, you know, the more depth we can, we can play with, um, the fresher we can be. There's a fine line there. Ryan, you said the defense isn't going to be bend, don't break. Why not? Well, because we always want to be aggressive. You know, uh, we're not, we're, we're a style of defense that always wants to be aggressive. But at the same time, we, we don't want to give up explosive plays. So that's the, 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 the give and take of it all. Um, but, you know, we, we are, you know, there's times where, yeah, okay, if they get a first down, we're okay. We'll make them drive the entire field. But, um, that mentality is not what we want on defense. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to get in your face. We're going to get after you, um, but also not give up big plays. Um, you have a lot of things as a head coach to consider. There's a lot. College football is a huge sport, and there's a lot of people talking and writing about it all the time. Uh, how does a head coach consider when to respond to something, when to say something on behalf of the team, when to let something <coughs> go and not get involved because I would imagine, you know, there's a hundred things that you can comment on and head coaches don't do that. What's that discussion like for a head coach to, to figure out when to say something, when not? Um, you have to execute a lot of patience, um, to bite your tongue a lot. That's part of the job. Um, but sometimes when, you know, your team, um, you know, reaches a certain point, sometimes, you know, you just, you got to do what's right for the guys on your team, and you know finding that balance is is you know the art of being a coach. But um, but yeah, to your point, there's there's a lot of times where you just have to you know take the take the high road, and that's that's going to be done the majority of the time. But I also know that you know it's Ohio against the world, and that's part of the job. Um, our guys also know that you know there's a certain time where you know you got to you got to stand up for what you believe in, and. You know, we're focused on Maryland, so that's behind us. But I also think it was a lesson learned for our team. Bill Romero, Columbus Dispatch. Not to belabor the pass rush, but I'll belabor the pass rush. You have five sacks. I know sacks are not everything. But are you content with the amount of pressure, the, the disruption that the pass rush is causing, especially with Talia this week? Um, that's going to be crucial. Just kind of what's the status of, of the pass rush? Yeah, I thought we went against two really good tackles a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, watching that and evaluating that, I thought there was there was some good pass rushes in there, and we were close. Um, you know, I think this week gives us an opportunity again to to see where that goes. Um, you know, there's times where you know there's there's run stunts going on that maybe it's not as much of a pass rush, and um, but you know our our goal when when the quarterbacks dropping back, obviously, it is is to, to pressure. Hurry and obviously sack them. Um, Still, we have a question. At the end of the Notre Dame game, you kicked the extra point. Some people said, should have just taken a knee on that. Have you thought about that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, if there was an untimed down, I was going to take a knee, but with one second, I just felt like um, you, know, you want to kick the extra point. Just who knows what could possibly happen, right? You just never know. Um, you know, with the kick, I don't know. I just, I felt like. Um, it was the right thing to do with time on the clock just to kick the extra point. But um, 
I guess you could come up with a crazy scenario where there was a kickoff and no, I know, I know. And I just, I felt like at that point, if, if we can't kick the extra point, we don't deserve to win. But, um, but I, I felt like, you know, with one second on the clock, the right thing to do is to kick it. But I'm sure there could be an argument either way. And then we'll wrap up with uh, uh, Tim May on three. Close enough. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, just a real quick follow-up. Did you get A's in trigonometry? No. Okay. B plus. Uh, number two, do you have Peacock? Yes. Okay. Your understand there's a stir going on out there, right? Actually, no, Paramount, I think I have. I don't oh, yeah, think I have Paramount. Peacock, yeah. You'll get Peacock, yeah. Because of Yellowstone. I had to get it for, for Yellowstone, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I got it on Peacock, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joey Bosa. He's, you know, he's, he's a great player, but he's, he's also making good decisions. You know, you have to uh, try to keep them off balance. You know, at at the same time, it's really got to be a co it's got to be a coordinated rush. I mean, because you see multiple instances of of guys coming free and he makes them miss. I mean, you know, scot free. So, um, really, there's a lot of coordination involved in trying to contain him. Got to be a big part of the game plan. Back in the left, Nathan Bear, Cleveland.com. You guys have I think the longest touchdown you've allowed so far this year, two yards, something like that. Was that? Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it's, that was obviously a big offseason focus. Is that your biggest, I guess, measurement right now of whether that's been a success or what else are you seeing from this defense that goes along with that that makes that these changes? You know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of resiliency. Um, I'm seeing, um, you know, a get better approach, a, a you know, accountability in mistakes, you know, across the board if they're made. How do we fix them? You know, I just, I just feel like everybody's working together. You know, that's that's the biggest thing um, you know it's always what have you done for me lately you know that we need to focus on and keep pressing forward but like there's enough good things that we can look at and say hey, look, look this was this was good you know and there are enough things that we can fix with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, to always stay hungry. Yeah, we're using we're using him more to be, um, you know, a quarterback on the field. That's really he's he's um, become that guy that can see things that I see, you know, think like me, and you know he can make changes and adjustments on, on the field. So I don't know. Maybe we're using him more for his his mind and less for his aggression. But you know, there's. They're still both involved, but he's become um, really a, a true quarterback of the defense. Third row, middle, Dan Holt, 11 Warriors. Jim, you guys had some trouble with covering the tight end against Notre Dame. Is there anything you look at coming out of that that you need to do better? No, I think those those um, those matchups, particularly against a team like that, that has, has seemed to always have good tight ends, I think um, – there, there can always be more adjustments, you know, um, more ways to focus on it and things, things to learn. Um, nothing specifically, but I know that we need to have, uh, uh, you know, even continue to build the arsenal against that kind of tight end. Is there a possibility of moving a guy like Sonny around more when you're going up against a tight end like that? Yeah. I always consider that, you know. Um, you have to balance uh, disguise with doing that. You know, when you when you move him around, um, you know, can the offense get a beat on you? You know, are you less? Uh, are you telling more? You know, are you showing more when you do it? But it's it's definitely a possibility. Far left, Whitney Harding, WCMA. Jim, um, you already talked about Talia, but they've made it very clear they want to have twelve explosive plays a game, and they got nine last week. What do they do as a team that allows them to have those big plays so consistently? You know, we always talk about coverage and rush working together, so really it's uh, he has the ability to extend plays, you know, and when you get uh, an extended play, um, the opportunity to uh, make an explosive or give up an explosive, it goes up. You know, and he has that ability to extend it, and I think that's why it's happening. How do you get your guys? I mean, obviously, when the play gets extended, physically it can be exhausting, but mentally it can be just as exhausting. So, how do you work on that to make sure they can stay crisp mentally as the play gets longer? I yell at them a lot as the play goes uh, as the play goes on <laughs> against the scout team, and we try to we try to have the quarterback extend the plays to simulate it, and then I just scream at them as loudly as I can. Jim, you said right after the Notre Dame game that, that it was good to, to be able to learn from a win. Um, you held them to 14 points, but they did control the ball. What did you 
What did you learn when you watched the tape, and what's been the emphasis since then? You know, I I, I, I saw some things, you know, that uh, that I needed to adjust. I guess you would say. You know, I I I think that uh, some of those long drives, I could I could have adjusted adjusted better to some of the things they were doing with motioning the tight end, you know, and cre creating extra gaps. Um, it's just really uh, on me to keep learning and getting be and getting better at it. Seems to, to have kind of gotten that consistency that everyone's been talking about. Is that what you're seeing? How, how, how effective has he been? Yeah, I mean, the, like he missed some time early. So when you look at reps, you know, they all count. And you go back to camp and things like that. So he's like actually still behind in reps when you look at you know, most of the time most of the time all we do is practice so <clears throat> it seems to me that the more reps he's, he gets it's that game shape and he's able to extend himself you know and keep his athletic ability going into the fourth quarter Dave Biddle, 24/7 sports Jim you were saying you know getting pressure is obviously important with a quarterback like this what else are some some keys to slowing down Tonga Violello <laughs> Mixing up things in the secondary. Just what are some keys to slowing him down? Yeah, you, you, you've got to um, present some different pictures. You know, it's kind of like a catch twenty-two. You present different pictures, and he holds the ball longer. You know, so you know it's it's, it's presenting different pictures, but then having a coordinated rush. You know, it's 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 not like a typical quarterback where you say, "Hey, let's present some different pictures, get him to hold the ball." And just go after him, you know, mix it up and go after him. Can't do that with him because if you present different pictures and he holds the ball, you know, now you better be coordinated with your rush. So it is different. Are they pretty similar offensively to what they were last year, or have they made any major changes? No, they're pretty similar. Doug Lee Maurice, Kings of Columbus. Jim, I think this is right. In the Notre Dame game, JT was. On the right side, over the left tackle, most of the game, almost the entire game. But then on, he makes the play on the opposite side. He's lined up on knocking down the screen. How, how did something like that happen? Is there a decision? What, how did it come to be that he was there at that time? No, I mean, yeah, he knocked down the screen, and, and he had uh, the TFL, right? He made two really, really big plays. No, that I mean... Uh, Coach Johnson has his plan, and he and he and he works it beautifully. So um, that was a situation where you, you really prefer. I mean, you're on that hash mark. You do prefer JT to be there, you know, against a non-scrambling quarterback because he's he's a he's a playmaker a lot of times into the boundary because he seems he seems to do a lot of good things in there. You know, because he he plays the pass sometimes. He drops. You know, he's he's just a really versatile athlete to have into the boundary there in that situation. And, and obviously, you guys were so good in the first half. You're talking about the, the two drives that they did have. Did you just think that maybe you guys wore down a little bit in that moment? Did you get tired? No, I don't think we wore that? down. I think we 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 uh, gave up some bad plays. You know, maybe had a penalty, if I can recall. Um, you know, uh, 
you know, had some, had some, had some, had some bad plays, you know, and like I said, I think I, I learned a lot from it too, um, in terms of adjustments in the running game that we that we need to make. Front row right, Austin Ward, rival, the Bobcats. Jim, there's a. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You can find numbers that say that pressure rate has been better than most throughout the first four games or you could take some and say well the sack total is pretty low that they're not getting to the quarterback as much as they might want if you're evaluating this what's the metric that's most important to you winning uh winning third down winning fourth down and and uh limiting explosive plays that's the most that's the most important thing so um we seem to be on a good track with that. We want to. We want to keep that. We want to keep that up. Um, everybody loves a lot of sacks. So do I. I think when uh, I was younger, I was probably driven more by that. Like you know, how can how can we get more sacks, more negative plays? But um, the bottom line is. Eliminate the explosive plays. Win on third and fourth down. So that's what we got to continue to focus focus on. You mentioned this called the, the coordinated rush a few times. In your mind, what what does that mean to to us amateurs on the outside of coordinated? I can't rush? tell you that. I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. That's a secret. That's a secret. Okay. We talk about it after the season over Perfect. a cigar or something. Deal. If it works, if it doesn't work, then you know. I'm sure you won't want to talk to me. Okay. Get me. Let him in Yeah. Well, listen, you know, Coach Day was in here a while ago, and he basically indicated you've got all these blitzes you'd like to throw at people. Uh, you know, uh, or, or, or you want to call it repertoire, but uh, do you find yourself holding back or being, a, I don't know if conservative is not the right word, but uh, what is that sense you have about yourself right now so far into the season from what you'd really like to throw at people? Yeah, the honest answer is yes. You know, yes. But what you know, what what matters is what works. You know, um, you like to have enough because if you need to enact it, you want to be able to enact it, right? So there's there's always that balance of practice time. Like, how much do I work on all these things that I have or I'd like to do? Because someday we're going to need it, and uh, you know. And how much is it like, you know what, stay on course, stay with the plan, 
limit the explosive plays, win third and fourth down, you know. So, yes, but the answer is yes. It's a constant uh, battle fought just by myself somewhere. Yeah, that's it. Voices in your head. Going yes. Uh, and one other quick, like JT, like you just touched on a minute ago, there are players that come along that, man, in a moment in a game, you might not have even heard their name called, but suddenly, uh, it, what is that like to coach a player, I guess, like that? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, can you count on that? But, uh, but then – a lot of times he comes through. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's Coach Day talks about it all the time. It's that competitive excellence, you know, st stepping up in the most important moments, you know. I don't know that you coach that as much as you you, ju you just have faith in it. He's a guy that has shown you to do shown to do that, right? You know, a lot of times it's exactly goes back to your last question, dude. You know, I spent a lot of my career trying to call guys into into things you know and with a guy like that you just gotta let you gotta let him play and just believe that he's gonna show up when when the moment counts the most uh, Fort Mill, uh, Tony Gerdman, Buckeye Huddle. Jim obviously there's only so many hours in the day but when you're playing against a quarterback that has been around forever how does your week change how does that change your week in that preparation well this has been good because we had the bye week right so you can get ahead um when you can get ahead, you know, sometimes there's a tendency to, to put more in. But really, it's about coming up with a few things and working them over and over again. So I think the increased uh, repetition when you play a, quarter, a quarterback like this is, is where you can benefit the most. You had a package for Cody Simon. Looked like you got in a series or two on each side in place of Chambers, and then they played together for just a few snaps. Just you can, without giving away too much, just a little bit about how you deployed him, why you deployed him, and, and he did make a play there on the fourth down. Yeah. Um, Cody is, is, has, has shown some really good things, and he's a, he's a great team guy, and, and he's, He's shown in practice, and he produces in some moments. So um, I know it's just about me, uh, just like you said, trying to be, uh, I don't know if it's even creative. It's just trying to put him in spots where you know you can count, count on him, you know. And uh, so that's just things I look at every week, how to get him on the field. Joey Kaufman, Columbus Dispatch. Denzel's way, like one time, and when you have a corner who's is covering that well, where teams are respecting him in that way, what does that do for defense? Oh man, it's just uh, it 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 gives everybody confidence. Um, Denzel is really playing at a high level, and you know when you um, scheme up the coverages, and you know you can just count on him and uh, kind of take that out of the equation. It allows, it allows you to do some other things, you know, with the other guys. And, uh, but it's just uh, it's a great thing for the defense and I think the team when you got a guy playing like that. As far as in the game, the defensive end, you had JT and Jack not, not coming off the field for, for any snaps. Uh, how unusual that is? What, what led to that sort of happening in the game? What was just the flow of the game, tight game? 
60 something play yeah all of that yeah it's a, it's a, it's a tight game it's a matchup game it's it's um you know the plays the way the game has changed how many less plays you know you just have more of an opportunity to let your best players play you know and and uh um less substitution in that case it can be good for us, you know, to keep those guys in there. But it's a balance. You always got. You always have to look at it. Got time for just a couple more. Bill Landis, uh, Rivals, the podcast. Jim, you guys stopped them on a quarterback sneak where they tried to sneak out the side on you. Just, I guess, generally, what are the challenges of defending the quarterback sneak? And, and I don't think you guys have seen the team that tries the one where you just push the quarterback across the line. But do you have any thoughts on, on that way of going about it? Yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I mean, uh, you know, you have certain calls that you make, and uh, you know, my uh, hometown team, right? They've made that famous, you know. And uh, Notre Dame had actually showed it with a, a different guy running it, right? Like, was it a tight end or something like that? So um, that was that was new to try to have the quarterback run it, but. You 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 try to do the push inside, and uh, you, you see Tommy like kind of Palomalu over the top. But part of that plan is you always have to have the escape hatches. You know, you got You got to have those escape hatches. The guy to get out, and that that one worked out per- perfectly. You know, it really did. I mean, Sonny went right to the escape hatch, which was awesome. Uh, fourth or right, Andy Backstrom, Letterman, Rook. We talk about the safeties moving around, being able to play all three spots. We're often talking about Sonny, uh, but with Josh and Lathan having moved them a bunch around the boundary, up high, back and forth, what kind of dynamic is that to help your defense, and, and how does that help so far? Well, it, it it just helps because of knowledge of the system, right? You got to be you know, safeties when they can see the whole forest through the trees then they know what's going on and they play some over there. They know what's going on on that side and they just have a better understanding of the entire defense. And, and that's what you want your safeties. You want, you want your safeties to really understand all the details, no matter where they're lined up. And I think when you can move them around a little bit, that helps. It just helps their learning. Right next door, uh, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Rowe. Here's on the other side of, of Denzel. How, how have you evaluated Uh, Davison, very aggressive, you know, very aggressive. You know, he, I think, uh, 
you know, you feel him out there. You feel his presence there. Um, he's continuing to get better, but he's aggressive. And, uh, you, you know, you can count on him to show up in the running game, which is a big deal there into the boundary. Um, and, and Jordan is, is, is really talented, you know, moving to that nickel position is, is really, um, it's not that easy. You know, the nickel corner or, you know, you want, you want to have a guy there with corner skills, but then there's a myriad of adjustments that go with it. So he's just continued, um, he's just continued to improve. You know, he's going to get better every game. Steve asked you about Cody. Joey asked you about the defensive ends. You talked about wanting to play more depth at both those positions coming into the season. But once you get into it, do you have to kind of reevaluate where you can do that, how you can do I mean, to us, it's okay, you just put guys in and, and play yeah. more, but I realize there's more to it. Yeah, always, always, you know. You're constantly weighing, hey, we want to play more guys. I want to play more guys. You want more guys to play. And then, you know, uh, you find yourself falling back into, you know, certain people at certain times. So, yeah, there's there's what's working, you know, versus what you want to do. And uh, most of the time as a coach, you're going to stick with what's working. And, and we'll close out far right, Adam Kane, WBNN. Fall camp, the off season, but there's kind of an intangible to when you win a game like that on the road up at Notre Dame. When you look at that locker room afterwards, and I guess throughout the bye week, do you see this kind of defense bonding together more, saying, "Hey, look, you know, this is all we work for." Yeah, I mean that that belief amongst players. It's exactly like you talk about in our game. It's all it's all good to talk about, but you know, until you actually do it on the field, you know, you want to talk a game, you want to, you want to, uh, envision the game, then, then, uh, it's either you do or you don't. And the more, the more you do, you know, the better you feel and the more you believe. Nope. Coach, I Because Cody, because Steele and Tommy have been so reliable and 